I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I'm Ashton Doctor, your Habit Coach. And today with us we have Dr. Vikas Agarwal, an ENT surgeon specializing in sleep apnea. Today we explore the pressing question: What are the possible ways to treat sleep apnea? Dr. Agarwal imparts invaluable insights, unraveling a spectrum of treatment options. Join us as we explore the ways to treat sleep apnea. So now you've got these studies. You figured out that there is something that's an issue. What are the possible lines of treatment for sleep apnea? I would say the gold standard still today is a CPAP machine. Hmm. CPAP. It's a mask that you put on your nose and mouth, and will keep giving air under pressure, hmm. so that your airway remains open. That's why it's called continuous positive airway pressure device hmm. (CPAP). Hmm. However. it's very good for people who are old because the problem there is muscle relaxation it's very good for people who are very obese because the problem is in the requirement of air because if you are obese you require more air mm. but it's not great for young people it's not great for people who are not obese because there the problem is not the hunger for air the problem is in the passage right so we have to understand the difference between the two conditions one is the global problem if you are very obese you are requirement for air is more so you supplement air in the other person who is young and whose airway is blocked then you have to figure out where is the blockage and you remove that blockage Correct. that's a more logical solution so mm. these are the two major streams in treatment of sleep apnea spectrum can we talk about cpap machines a little bit yes. so there are different kinds so when i'm working with my clients many of my clients have sleep apnea like i was telling you before the podcast and some of them have a full mask that they have some of them just have their nose that nizzle, is being covered what is the difference between these different kinds of masks when would you use one versus another so this becomes a little specialized subject but as i said god has made nose to breathe mm. so the most logical solution is to breathe through the nose mm. if you have to choose a mask the nasal pillow mm. nasal mask is going to be most easy for a person to adopt correct but some people have a nose block mm. so obviously the pressure in the nose will be very high and still they need a help mm. or some people are unable to do well with the nasal mask only and you the pressure required is high mm. so you put a full face mask mm. but naturally a full face mask is not very easy to tolerate the nasal mask is much much more easier to tolerate then there's something called continuous pressure cpap continuous positive airway pressure and something called automatic pressure okay. apap mm. automatic cpap mm. something called bilevel pap i'll not get into the details mm. of that that let your doctor decide if you require a cpap let your doctor decide right but this is how cpap actually works then mm. i said cpap figuring out where the problem and tackling it by surgery or there's something called dental devices where your jaw is collapsing mm. so they put a dental device in your mouth mm. which keeps your side. mandible advanced mm. in the night mm. it's not very common in our country mm. as of now mm. but in the western world mm. almost every dental clinic makes dental devices it's very very common interesting and so for mild sleep apnea you just put a dental device yeah and it will advance your mandible so it will not let your tongue and the soft palate collapse backwards so these are the three 
major ways i remember seven years ago going to my dentist and saying you know you get these devices that you push your jaw in the front through the Correct. night so it helps you breathe better and Correct. he looked at me like i was mad absolutely then he was like what are you talking about so like seven why years you back to in our country nobody knew about it yeah. now the awareness is good but still the number of dentists actively practicing this device is almost negligible mm. like from my earlier question like i don't have sleep apnea i don't snore but i was looking at trying to optimize my breathing through the night is this like dental device something that you would suggest to optimize your breathing or if you don't have it why bother what would be your connection first thing is to look at your nose na mm. as i said again mm. the god has made nose for breathing mm. only if the nose is not perfect mm. then your mouth will chip in mm. otherwise if the nose is perfect why should the mouth mm. has to work right so first thing is evaluation of the nose mm. so the nose is the key part key part Right. So we were in the middle of talking about the devices. So what, the second one was the dental device. Then comes surgical solution because most of the young people see uh, there was a study which was done in Italy some around twelve years back. They saw that the incidence of sleep apnea rises very sharply till the age of sixty, and then suddenly at the age of sixty-five, seventy, it drops very suddenly, hmm. almost vanishes. Wow. so it was looked into why it can happen mm. if somebody has developed sleep apnea why at the age of 70 there's nobody having sleep apnea it was done by my uh, professor claudio vicini in italy he talks about it i really do not know who had done that study but then he said that they went into the details of everybody and found out that all those people had sleep apnea had actually died before the age of 70 oh yo okay there has a dramatic plot twist <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> so it decreases your life expectancy uh, so dramatically so dramatically wow okay so we've discussed sleep apnea we've discussed the dental device that is there what is the next thing that you would have to progress through yeah so as i talked earlier that most of the young people need to be treated so that they do not develop into severe sleep apnea and for them to understand where is the problem where is the obstruction this obstructive sleep apnea right very very few people have central sleep apnea where the brain is not working here there is a obstruction which is leading to sleep apnea mm. so if there is a obstruction on the road what do you do mm. go around it <laughs> going around is the cpap <laughs> absolutely correct going around is the, the cpap what is the best measure mm. you come and take off the obstruction you come and take off the obstruction that's the best measure so how do you do it first you identify where is the obstruction and then you treat it remove the obstruction so there are two types of obstruction mm. static and dynamic i'm not talking from any uh, scientific uh, language static or dynamic everybody can something understand moving or something staying absolutely mm. so if your nose bone is crooked if mm. you have got sinus if you got turbinate hypertrophy it is there throughout the day and also in the night so this can be identified easily when you are sitting in the clinic mm. when you are on the ct scan machine even if you are awake still there is an obstruction that's called static obstruction and any ent surgeon can actually deal with it mm. your neighborhood ent surgeon can very well do a septoplasty and turbinoplasty and kind of things and deal with it mm. now comes are these big surgeries these no are they are not big mm. surgeries mm. very very common okay. uh, septoplasty surgery is happening last 100 years or more mm. any ent surgeon is trained to perform okay. a septal surgery mm. fine how is it is executed how well it is executed will depend on the ability of the of surgeon course, of course now dynamic obstruction so something which happens only during sleep when you are sleeping mm. <sighs> this does not happen when i am talking to you right. but this happens when i am sleeping, sleeping. Mm. so to understand where is the problem while you are sleeping we have to recreate sleep right. 
so we have to make you go off to sleep that can be done in the operating room with a sedation hmm. where the anesthetist would you know take the person under anesthesia not anesthesia sedation make him snore hmm. make him choke and then we put a camera right. and figure out where is the obstruction that's called drug into sleep endoscopy right see in our country we started this around 2010 hmm. they said but it was started in 1991 in uk hmm. so from then it has come a long way and has become standardized in the last 33 years so drug induced sleep endoscopy why it's called drug induced because we give a medicine to the person induced to go it, off correct. to sleep and then we do a endoscopy during sleep mm. so therefore we call it drug induced sleep endoscopy right. it's a pretty standard test across the globe now mm. and by doing that we figure out whether tonsils are contracting whether your uh, soft palate is collapsing whether your tongue is collapsing or the epiglottis mm. as i talked about that gentleman so if where is the problem and then you fix that problem mm. earlier the throat surgery was considered very very risky and therefore it was not done but since uh, we introduced coblation the plasma surgeries in our country in i think in 2007 8 and then the robot in 2012 all these surgeries have become quite uh, simple uh, you know and dependable there's no bleeding pain is very less minimally invasive surgeries so by this you permanently remove the obstruction which is there mm. like i have my own technique of using barbed suture called suspension bridge palatopharyngoplasty it's a published technique by which we put sutures across the soft palate mm. this sound is getting produced by the soft palate mm. because the soft so palate is vibrating. vibrating that's vibrating mm. so we put a suture in the soft palate right uh, barbed suture which does not let the soft palate to vibrate and the snoring goes away ah so earlier you had to chop off the soft palate now you can just put you a just brace it just absolutely you bridged mm. it mm. on two sides so mm. that it cannot collapse anymore mm. so things have evolved and uh, and therefore now even people who are having uh, simple snoring and even if their own health is not mm. at stake mm. but their spouses are you know about to complain yes. marital issues are about to begin uh, yeah right. in our country the divorce is not so common on mm. this ground mm. in western countries it's so common to on get snoring? divorce on, on snoring yeah wow Yeah, hmm. I'm unable to sleep because of my husband. Hmm. So I won't divorce. Hmm. Amazing, <laughs> <laughs> right? So, so, so prevent legal issues as well from as well. In the and, and if somebody and obviously you will not develop sleep apnea if you treat snoring in time. Hmm. So obviously, amazing, doctor. This has been a fantastic conversation. I've absolutely loved it. My mind has exploded with all the ideas that we've been discussing. How can people get in touch with you? How can people see your work or continue this conversation with you? So my name is Dr. Vikas Agrawal. They can Google me out. Hmm. So that is the simple way. I am available in Worli and in Kandivli. Okay. I have a hospital for the last twenty years in Kandivli. I have a YouTube channel, hmm. Vikas Agrawal ENT. They can see me there. Fantastic. We'll, we're going to link that below yeah, as well. Yeah, and uh, they can they can actually listen to feedbacks of hundreds of people who opted for a surgery. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> Thank you very much Ashdin for having me here. And I hope our viewers and our listeners would get something out of it and their friends and family members would get relief from this problem. Absolutely. If we can save a few lives using this, yes. nothing yes. like it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. 
If you enjoyed this episode, I want you to do two things. Share it with three people. One, and make sure that you're subscribed. We also have a YouTube channel called The Habit Coach Awesome 180. You can check out snippets there. You can also follow IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. And if you want to follow me, I am at Ashton Doc on Twitter, Instagram and everywhere else. You can also explore my books, One Habit a Day, The Book of Good Habits for Kids and Change Your Habits, Change Your Life. Or if you prefer online courses, they're all available on my website. I am Ashton Doctor, your habit coach.